Are you an overwhelmed entrepreneur with endless tasks, emails, and messages? Do you feel your systems are ineffective or you don't have any at all? I get it. You wish you could come up for air and take that well-deserved vacation you've been dreaming of, all without sacrificing the growth or health of your business. I'm hosting a webinar to introduce concepts that you can use to learn more about how to clockwork your business for operational efficiency. The best part? The webinar is at no cost to you. It will be held May 14th at 11 a.m. Pacific, 2 p.m. Eastern, and a recording will be available for those who can't attend live. If you are ready to make a change in your business so you can take a real vacation, go to bit.ly forward slash May 2024 CFF to enroll. That's bit.ly forward slash May 2024 CFF. I can't wait to see you there. Welcome to Biz Help for You with host Candy Messer. Entrepreneurs like to focus on the big picture, like profitability, success, and a smooth running organization. But there always seems to be those little things like taxes, employee compensation, laws, regulations, and more. Now you can get the answers you need in one place. Join us today as we break it all down for you. Now, here's your host, Candy Messer. Hello and welcome to Biz Help for You with Candy Messer. Thank you for joining us today. I hope you enjoyed the information on last week's show, Building a Scalable Online Business Informative. If you are unable to join us and would like to listen to the show, links can be found on my YouTube and Facebook pages, as well as multiple favorite podcast platforms. If you'd like to receive notification and when they have been uploaded, please like and subscribe. And if there are topics you'd find beneficial or questions you have, please feel free to reach out to me at media at AB and p.com. Now today's episode is going to be just a little bit different as I'm actually going to be interviewed by my friend Kathy Alessandra, the Yes I Can coach. So Kathy, thank you so much for doing this interview for me so I can share information on this CalSavers topic. Absolutely. Excited to be here and excited to flip the tables here a little bit. <laughs> it's going to be different, but I'm excited and I am so thankful to have you. I know you've been a guest on my show a couple times, and so I knew I could reach out to you and have you do the same for me. So thanks so much for your time. You know it. Absolutely. Well, let's get started. And for those of you who might not know Candy's whole background, let's start where, the, where we begin with her bio. So Candy Messer is a profitability and a growth advisor working with entrepreneurs in service-based industries to help them have a successful business. With experience in the bookkeeping industry since 1998, Candy understands the stresses business owners face and offers customized services to meet their varying needs. Her company energizes business owners by removing the burden of compliance tasks, as well as working with them to identify issues preventing higher profitability and or growth. As a result of using her services, clients have peace of mind and the freedom to do what they love. Candy is co-author of Business Success with Ease, which was released in 2013, and Navigating Entrepreneurship, released in 2014, and is also the host, as you know, of Business Help for You podcast, which can be found on YouTube, as well as multiple podcast channels. Candy has been married since 1992 to her husband, Garth, and they have a son, a daughter, and a son-in-law, and two grandsons. 
You can watch that all on social media. When not running her company, Candy enjoys reading, crocheting, logic puzzles, and spending time with family and friends. So Candy, it's great to have you here and be interviewing you for a change on your expertise. (laughs) (laughs) Well, thank you so much. I appreciate it. You bet. So tell us more about how you began helping clients with their bookkeeping and payroll services. Right. So on a quick background for me, I actually, you know, went to school for business management. I'd worked retail for a long time and then uh, decided to be an at-home mom for a few years. And when I went back into working, I was doing this, you know, the bookkeeping for a publishing company. And a few years later, I don't know if anyone else has a mom like me, but my mom would always talk about her kids and what they were doing. And so one of the people she spoke to, her husband had a business and she came to me one time and said, you know, I don't mind helping my husband, but I hate reconciling the accounts. It's difficult. Things don't ever match. Will you please help me? And I was like, "Mm, you know, if I do that, I have to get a business license and I have to have a home operating permit and like all these extra things. And I was thinking it wasn't necessarily going to make sense, you know, financially, but she bugged me for a few months. And so I finally said, okay. And then I thought, well, I needed to get a few more clients. And this was while I had my, you know, quote unquote, regular job, (laughs) you know? So Mm -hmm. after about a year of helping her, Um, actually a little bit more than a year, probably about two years. uh, My husband finally said, why don't you quit your real job and do your business? Cause you love it. You're good at it. People enjoy the service that you offer. And so I officially opened an actual office in 2005, hired my first employee in 2006. And since then we've been helping with the bookkeeping, payroll, sales tax, 1099s, all the things that people go, (laughs) ugh, I have to do, but I don't want to. So we're happy to help with that. Thank goodness. Thank goodness we have people like you. (laughs) Someone (laughs) has to do it, right? (laughs) That's right. That's right. Absolutely. So today is all about CalSavers. And um, the first question I have for you is, what is the CalSavers program? Right. So this is a program that is for California employers that have, as of 2022, five or more employees. So this law was passed quite a few years ago, and it was slowly implemented. So we have three different tiers of when people had to enroll, but basically, as long as you will have five or more employees, including yourself, if you're on payroll, then you are required to have either a retirement plan in place, or you have to opt into the CalSavers program, which will allow your employees to have those deductions from their payroll that can then be invested in a retirement plan for them. Um, And it was designed to give the employers an easy way to actually implement this at no employer fees. And that doesn't mean it's not gonna cost them anything because there are time or expenses that they're going to incur. But with the program themselves, it's not gonna have any of those employer matches or administrative fees that they would normally have with a different type of plan. They don't have the same fiduciary responsibility as if they'd had a regular retirement plan through an investment advisor. And they don't really have a lot of ongoing responsibilities other than just having to maintain the number of employees, their information and deducting from their paycheck and then remitting that amount. But other than that, there's not as much paperwork or other responsibilities that are required. And California passed this because 
there were statistics I found, um, statistics, this wasn't necessarily what California published, but according to a Pew report that there's 35% of private sector employees that did not have access to a retirement plan, and 48% of them were working for the smaller businesses. So a lot of the smaller businesses just didn't see the advantage of paying those extra costs for those 401k plans. And so many of the employees didn't have the capability to invest for their future. Um, so that's kind of why California started this whole plan in the first place. And they slowly started implementing it to make it where the very large companies had to start first. Those that had hundred or more were the first to enroll. Those who had 50 or more were second. And then again, the five or more are going to have to register by June of 2022. Got it. Okay. So tell me, what's the difference between the CalSAVERS plan and just a regular retirement plan then? Sure. So what I'm going to talk about today is just very general information. I'm not going to go into a lot of detail because on the webinar that I will actually talk about later at the end of this recording, I'm actually going to be getting the advice from the actual financial advisors or the third-party administrators who handle these plans. But we wanted to go over just some of the detailed information to help them really understand what the differences are between the CalSAVERS and what they could have if they have a retirement plan on their own. So mm -hmm. CalSAVERS is a Roth only plan, which means that the money is going to be withheld from employees after the taxes are calculated on their salaries. And it has less amount that they're allowed to actually deduct and invest compared to like a simple IRA or traditional IRA. Um, so again, I would caution people to actually talk to a financial advisor too to get advice on what might work for them. Mm -hmm. um, but traditional plans, if you have one for your business, often have those pre-tax deductions, which basically means your taxable wage base is reduced because those deductions come out and then you're taxed on the income afterwards. So that is not going to happen with this plan. It will be after taxes are paid. Um, the maximum contribution as we are recording now, so again, if someone's listening in the future and the IRS changes those rules, um, but it's $6,000 for a Roth IRA, unless you're over 50 and you can do an additional $1,000 into a Roth IRA. A simple IRA is $13,500 with an additional $3,000 for those that are 50 or over. And the traditional 401k plan can be up to $19,500 with the additional $6,500 catch up for those that are over 50. Uh, the difference for CalSAVERS as well as a briefly mentioned earlier, there is not a match required. And as a matter of fact, CalSAVERS does not even allow a match. So if an employer wanted to do a match, they would not be allowed if they're participating in this program. A simple okay. match is usually the same as the employee deferrals up to 3% of their compensation. So that means if an employee has withheld $500 in the year, you're going to match that $500 as long as that is no more than 3% of the compensation that they earned in that year. And then 401k matches can vary based on what's spelled out in their plan. So again, I always would say, talk to your financial advisor to determine what will be right for you. But if the CalSAVERS is what you wanna do, there will be no match allowed. And then the employees that can participate, uh, basically the rules are different for CalSAVERS versus plans that are through the company. Usually you have to have worked for a year to be in a 401k 
or for a simple, you have to have earned 5,000 in the prior year or two and reasonably expected to make that. But for the count savers, they can participate starting the first pay period after a 30 day waiting period. So it's basically no time at all that they do have to wait to participate. And on a simple plan, it is a maximum of 100 employees, and the employees, again, must have had that $5,000 in the last two years, where CalSavers, if you have 100 or more, you still have to participate in that plan as well. So there's like a lot of details on this. It can get really confusing, which is why I even wanted to have this discussion, because if someone is looking at this information, they might be completely overwhelmed on do I have to have a 401k, a simple, should I do CalSavers? So I wanted to just give this overview to just start touching on these points to just help educate. Right. Okay. So who must register for CalSavers then? So as I was saying before, there were three tiers on when people had to register. So the first tier was employers that had 100 or more employees. Originally, the due date for that was June 30th of 2020. Now we all know what was happening in 2020, right? COVID had hit. And so that deadline was extended to September 30th of 2020. Those who had 50 or more were required to have registered by June of this year, 2021. And again, those with five or more are required to register by June 30th, 2022. And failing to have registered on time can result in penalties. So basically, those, (laughs) those penalties, I just, I guess we should touch on that as well. Um, because some people may not have realized they were supposed to register and they might incur those penalties. So if you were supposed to have registered already, technically, if you registered between like the date you're supposed to have registered and 90 days after uh, that due date, you had a $250 fine per eligible employee. So again, that's not every employee. We'll talk about eligible employees probably a little bit later, but every eligible employee you had, you could face a $250 fine. If you were non-compliant after 90 days, it could be another $500 per eligible employee. So that could add up to be a lot of money. Yes, so, it can. Yeah. And one of the things I do want to mention too, uh, nonprofit organizations do have to register for this as well. However, obviously you should not be counting volunteers. So you're only counting those that are actually employed by your nonprofit organization. But one of the industries that is exempt are religious organizations. So they will not have to participate. And then if you have a qualified plan already, you just have to let the state of California know. Otherwise, Mm -hmm. they're going to expect that you have to register. So what you would do is go onto their website and you would just say, I'm exempt. They're going to ask you for some information and then they'll know that you're already offering a plan and then you are exempt from participating in that program. Okay. So my question as far as when should you enroll, the answer is like, um, now. Most people, you know, probably it's not a bad idea. So if you actually haven't hit the deadline yet, you could really register at any time. So again, for those who are already supposed to have enrolled, 
do it now. Yes, you may face a penalty for not having done it on time, but again, just getting in compliance, then you want to make sure that you're doing everything that you're supposed to. Uh, Again, if you have five or more, you have until June 30th, 2022 to register. But again, you might want to start that process earlier. There's information you have to gather. You have to submit all the information to CalSAVERS for all of the eligible employees. And you don't want to run out of time because again, if you If you register, but you don't submit everything you need to, you could also face that penalty. Okay. Lots to know. (laughs) Yeah, lots to know for sure. So I know you talked about, you know, employees being eligible almost immediately when they come on board, but can you talk a little Mm -hmm. bit more about that? When are they eligible to participate? Yeah. So the first thing is they have to be at least 18 years age or older. So some people are hiring youth, you know, whether it's like a fast food or in the summertime, you might be hiring some youth. They actually are not eligible until their 18th birthday. If you are hiring them and they're continuing on with you, then you do have to monitor that because once they turn 18, you do have to submit them into the CalSAVERS program so that they can either opt in, you know, or opt out. Um, and technically they actually don't opt in. You have to opt out or you automatically participate. Uh, that's more information on the program that some employees may be surprised if they have those deductions come out. Uh, and that's another topic we'll probably cover. If not today, for sure, I'm gonna explain all of that in the webinar as well, because uh, there may be some employees who get surprised that they have mandatory deductions. Uh, but. Also, the eligible employees are those that are technically earning a W-2. So if they are not a W-2 employee, if they're not under the unemployment insurance regulations, basically, they technically are not going to fall under this. So if you're hiring somebody as an independent contractor, again, making sure that you are allowed to hire them as an independent contractor, that's a whole nother topic. But with California, there's AB5, which specifies who can be independent contractor. So most likely if they're doing the work of your business, they should be hired and therefore they would be an eligible employee. But it also can be a sole proprietor or even a partner in a business. If they are technically an eligible employer, if they have those five or more, um, they can also be eligible to participate. And we know many of the company owners often don't even put away for their own retirement because they're so busy trying to run their companies. They might not even be thinking about their own retirement. So this will allow them to also participate if they don't already have a plan in place. And again, you just have to be a business owner paid as as an eligible employee. If you're not on your company payroll though, you still can enroll as an individual through the program as well. You just have to have your own bank account set up with them instead of the business account having that deduction for all the employee wages, you would have your amount that you set up as an individual deducted from your personal bank account. And if there's any employee who is working for someone that's not eligible, they don't have to actually enroll as a company. They can also participate as an individual as well. So there may be some who don't really have the capability as the employer doesn't have to register, but they can still participate if they like. Uh, They must have earned income as well. So it can't just be somebody who, you know, technically is an employee, but is not paid wages as a W-2. It's not something that you could just get from investment income. And then you could say, oh, I I can, you know, put away money for this retirement. Um, And again, they have to make sure that they can um, go ahead and participate with having their deductions from their payroll. Mm -hmm. Okay. So how do employees enroll? 
So again, eligible employers are going to create an account with CalSAVERS. They then have to submit information for all eligible employees that are on their payroll at that time. And then the employees are basically going to be getting an invitation to set up their account. If they don't set up their account, it's automatically going to be set up for them, though, and they're automatically opted in. Um, but again, if they're not enrolled, but they want to participate too, as long as they're 18, have a bank account, and they make an initial contribution of at least $10, and they set up a recurring deposit, they can also uh, enroll again as an individual. Um, the employee, again, will be able to opt out if they like. Um, some people don't want to have that extra money come out of their paycheck. They want to have everything uh, that they earn paid to them outside of the taxes that have to be withheld. Um, and when the employer sets them up, they're going to be giving them a mailing address. And if they have an email address, they'll be submitting their email address and a phone number. And I just want to caution people as well to make sure that the employers are educating their employees that you are going to see an email or you are going to see something come in the mail. And this is not junk mail. Do not ignore it. Because again, if you ignore it and you do not opt out, you are automatically enrolled and those the default deductions are going to be coming out of their paychecks. Um, so, if the email, mm -hmm, go ahead. I was just going to say, so how much is that? How, how do they calculate? What is the amount that, mm -hmm. um, you know, they calculate out? <laughs> so what's going to happen is... The default rate starts at 5%. And again, that can change. So if somebody wants to have only 1% withheld, they can change that to 1%. The maximum is 8% that they can have withheld. And it could be anywhere in between that as long as it's basically a whole number. And they would then either go online and change the amounts. They would let their employer know through a document of what they wanted to have deducted if it's not the default rate. And then the employer has to make sure that their payroll company is made aware of those deductions so that it's appropriately withheld from them to meet that requirement. Mm -hmm. Wow. Okay. So what does it cost to participate or how much does it cost to participate? Yeah. So the... <laughs> The cost for the employer, as I was saying earlier, technically, there is no cost to the employer for them to set up an account. But yeah. what is going to happen is, and, and again, I have a client who is already having to do this. He's had his over 50 employees. We helped him set up. And the amount of time it took for them to gather all the information, to submit all the information, and to maintain every pay period, those deductions and having that amount um, paid into the state, they're paying us to actually do that for them each pay period. So they have to pay their resources. If they weren't paying us to do it, they'd be having somebody, whether it's a manager, the owner, you know, having to make sure that they're looking at, okay, what do we have to withhold from the employees? How much did we withhold from each one? They would have to report to the state of California for each one. So again, there's no, technically no cost according to California saying, in the CalSAVERS program, you, you have no fees, but that's basically, there's no admin fees. There's no cost of maintaining an account. Uh, but again, I just really want to educate people. Don't think that you're not going to have fees because somehow or other it's your time or your resources that you definitely are investing into um, that maintenance of the account or being compliant. Um, then there are fees for the employees, though, that are participating, and mm. they will have, it's about 
82 cents, actually 82 and a half cents to 95 cents, they say, for every $100 that they're investing. And they didn't really say specifically how often that that is going to be debited. But they did say on a regular basis that those accounts are going to be debited for um, those maintenance fees. It's just like when you have an investment, we all know we have management fees generally when we have something invested. They're basically going to be paying uh, for those fees that the, the California is probably incurring as well, just for having it maintained. Right, right. Huh, wow. This is a lot. Uh, mm-hmm. you run in California, run. Um, no, okay, but I'm not. So which retirement plans are qualified? Sure. So again, if you have a plan in place, most likely you have a plan that will qualify and you again can uh, go to the state of California, go to their website and submit the plan information that you have and let them know that you are able to opt out of the plans. The plans that qualify are a 403A, which is a qualified annuity plan, or a 403B, which is a tax sheltered annuity plan. There's a simple, well, a SEP, if you've heard of SEP, it's Simplified Employee Pension Plan, which is also called a 408K. 408P, don't you always love there's all these numbers and letters, right? It's a savings incentive match plan for employees of small employers, which is generally called a simple IRA plan. There's a 401A, of course, which that's what a lot of people have heard of uh, as well, qualified plans, which include profit sharing plans and defined benefit plans. And then one of the most popular that people probably recognize as well, the 401K plans. Those are multiple employer plans or pooled employer plans. And then finally, a payroll deduction IRA with automatic enrollment also would qualify. Wow. Lots of, lots of options. Okay. That things are now what, what if an employer wants to opt out? Can they, how would they? Mm -hmm. Right. So just as a reminder, you have to meet one of these requirements. So if you have a simple IRA, you have a 401k, you have one of those qualified plans in place already. You basically can tell California, I want to opt out. There's no reason for me to have to participate in this because I already have a plan in place. But if you don't have one of those plans in place, you must basically register if you have five or more employees. And I want to also mention that it's five on average. So if you generally have four and you hire extra staff for the holidays or in a quarter, if you had some turnover and a couple of people left and then you hired a couple more people, you may still only be paying four. But according to the quarterly report, you might have had five or six. So they're going to take the average over the year to determine where you fall. So if you're thinking like, oh, I'm good, I don't have to register because I've only got four, um, you may not be accurate in that information. Or if you're an owner, or you and your spouse are owners on there, and you are on payroll, you actually are going to add into that employee count. So if there are two owners on, you only really need three employees to qualify. So I wanted to make sure that that was completely clear as well, because I think there are some that are thinking, oh, I got it made. I've got less than five. I don't have to enroll. Um, So I just wanted to make sure that that's completely clear, because again, we want to avoid those penalties that we talked about a little bit earlier. Mm-hmm. If you are an employee, again, you can opt out. Uh, you would want to go to the website and you can get a form that you can fill out and opt out. You can call a phone number and you can opt out. 
There are, um, there's an email address, even there's like three or four ways you can actually opt out as an employee. And you would want to do that. If, again, if you don't want to have anything withheld, you can also, again, update those numbers. Um, and for those employers that really can opt out, you should ask for an access code. The state would have sent one to you, but if you don't remember getting that, or if you haven't received it yet, and you want to make sure you can opt out, you can go to their website. You're going to fill in your identification number, your EIN and then request that access code. And once you have that access code, again, you'll put in your EIN, your access code, and then you can opt out of the program. Wow, a lot to know. And you are really well-versed. I am just like, my head is spinning. That's why we need people like you. So do you have any other offers that you want to share? I know you've mentioned a webinar. Um, mm -hmm. Can you tell us more about that today? Because I sure. think we need more. <laughs> I wanted to do, because this is like so much information, as you could tell, just the few little facts I'm throwing out there. Sometimes it could be like, oh my gosh, I don't understand, you know, which plan I need to participate in, or do I need to enroll or not? And what about my employees who's qualified? There's just way too much information to really maybe get it in like one, just sit down and hear it and all is good. So I wanted to just share a webinar where we're actually going to be having a multi-part webinar because this is so much detailed information. And I am going to be promoting that for the month of November and hosting it in December to start. So if you're interested in finding out the information on that webinar, if you go to my website, which is affordablebookkeepingandpayroll.com forward slash CA dash 401k dash webinars. It's a little bit long, but unfortunately that's my website, affordablebookkeepingapparel.com. And if you go there and if you want to save $20 on the cost of the webinar, if you enter bizhelp401k, then you'll have that discount code. And we're happy to share this information with you and help you be educated so you could be in compliance. Fabulous. Perfect. Well, I've had a pleasure interviewing you, but how about you share with your readers or your listeners on this show, how can they connect with you further? Sure. So of course, again, our website is Affordable Bookkeeping and Payroll. If you want to have a shorter little link just to find out more information about my company, it's www.abandp.com. And that will take you to our regular page. You can also find me on Facebook. You could just search Affordable Bookkeeping and Payroll, uh, LinkedIn, I'm Candy Messer. And I do have the YouTube channel where we'll be sharing this uh, the podcast. I do have a podcast playlist as well as other videos that I do share to educate the business owner. Because again, my whole goal of even having the podcast or sharing information is to really educate those business owners, help them be successful and avoid those penalties. If you're not doing something right, you know, somebody's going to come after you. So we just really want to educate. Yeah, absolutely. Well, thank you for inviting me to interview you today. It's been a pleasure. Well, I enjoyed having you here with me, Kathy. Like I said, I know this is an overwhelming topic and I really wanted to just get the information out there. And I thought, well, I need to flip it around a little bit because I need to be giving the information this time instead of me asking the questions. So I thought, well, I know who I can reach out to. Kathy, you're amazing. I have uh, just enjoyed our friendship over the years. And so thank you for your time. I really appreciate it. Absolutely. Thank you.
Mm -hmm. And I also want to thank you, the listener, for tuning in. I hope you found this topic interesting and it began to answer just a few questions again about what you need to know about the Cal Savers program. And I hope that you will share this with others who may also need to apply and be in compliance. Because again, my goal is to educate you and your friends and business partners so that you can avoid those penalties. If you have additional questions or comments, be sure to reach out to my staff or I at our podcast email media at abandp.com. And would you please share our show information with those you know? I would really appreciate your support. And I hope you can join us for next week's topic, deep dive into marketing on a budget. And please remember to connect with us on Twitter, Facebook, or LinkedIn. And again, my website, abandp.com. Don't forget, you can also find the podcast posted on multiple favorite podcast platforms, including Google, Tune in, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, and Spotify. Until next time, have a great week. Thank you for listening to Biz Help For You. Please join your host, Candy Messer, again next Tuesday. Have a terrific week.